and peace and elevation family it's your boy drew from nora the living survival manual here to teach you different ways to see your greatness by investing in yourself let's get into the vibes i gave them something to believe in you know they ain't believe it mm. try to show them the vision they ain't zoom in to see it mm. told them about these heights they said it's too high to reach it and that had me feeling like mike i told them you gotta beat it Peace, love, and light. It's the God Lord Christopher, the Liver Survival Manual, and I'm back with another download straight from the cosmos. Remember, someone has to see your greatness. Why not start with yourself? Stay blessed. Always finesse. Definitely trust the most high's process. The truest keys to success. Hey, listen, man. We back. We back. We're back with another episode of the See Your Greatness podcast, episode 57. And we got a special 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 guest tonight man ladies and gentlemen you feel what i'm saying I, I i'm just thrilled to introduce our distinguished guest today none other than the visionary iconographer devin mars as we embark on this journey right prepare to witness the redefinition of hip-hop's visual language through the eyes and artistry of devin man Join us in exploring this captivating stories behind the symbols and the incredible world of iconography. Without further ado, let's dive into this conversation with the one, the only, Devin Mars. What's good, my guy? <laughs> man, I'm blessed, 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 and highly favored, man. I'm, I'm honored to be here, brother. I'm, yes, I'm, sir. Yes, brother. sir. Yes, sir. I'm honored to be here, man. Thank you for having me on the show, brother. Uh, first off, I want to give you your flowers, man, because the work that you're doing is integral for the upliftment of our community, the upliftment of our families, our households, like I said, our environment, everything that's around us. We, we make an impact on that. And uh, the work that you're doing is very profound, getting in there and, you know, getting your hands dirty, building, you know, going into the roots, going in deep into the dirt, into the soil, you know what I'm saying, to create a space. For mm -hmm. us to be able to share what we're going through, share what we're working on, share how we want to uplift our communities, brother. So I really, really thank you, man, from the bottom of my heart, the middle, the top of my heart, brother. I really appreciate you for the work that you're doing. Thank you for having me here, brother. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And I received that, bro. Um, I want to go first before we even dive into like the questions and things of that nature. I want to kind of give them like a background story of how, um, you know, I met you. Right. So. 
Um, I was, you know, just streaming on uh on Instagram, just looking through it, and you know, I always go on uh, our Kibalons page, right? And you know, I, I saw this brother, you know, talking about signs and symbols, and I'm like, hold on. He, he teaching me something right now. This 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 different different. Like I ain't never seen nobody, you know, break it down in the fashion that you were breaking it down. So it that that right there, it just led my spirit to just automatically, bro. Like you know, I'm in this season right now where I'm not waiting. You know what I'm saying? I'm not second guessing myself. I'm not you know not reaching out. So it's like I I, I follow uh, truth in myself. I I just moved off faith. Right. And I'm like, let me hit him up and see if he'll respond, see if he'll, you know, be interested with wanting to come on the platform and things of that nature. Lo and behold, brother, I was able to get on in contact with you. I was able to get you up here so that you can spit that game. Right. And here we are, man. So, again, like I, I, I appreciate you if we, we throwing flowers around. I appreciate you, man, for like, you know, taking the time to just even open up the you know, open up the message and, and, and just see what I, what I had to offer, bro. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, man. So let's go ahead and get straight into it, bro. All right. So, you know, but before I, before I even, you know, started doing my research about iconography, I didn't, I, I had no clue, bro. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I, yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't hip to it. So you know, just like people who are just like me, you know, in, in the beginning stages of trying to understand what it is, what is iconography, man? Okay, so first off, you know, tomato, tomato, we can say iconography. I used to actually stumble over the word a whole lot until mm. I started to, you know, delve into etymology of words and really break the words apart by their roots and their suffixes. So okay. the first word of it is icon, which etymologically represents a likeness we know that in genesis that's why i got the bible right here in mm -hmm. genesis it talks about being uh you know man being made in the image in the likeness after the likeness mm -hmm. of the most high you know what i'm saying so icon represents the likeness and then is a graphy iconography or iconography i like to mm -hmm. say iconography okay you know what i mean so uh it just for me it rolled off the tongue a little bit smoother you know okay. um but basically graph is like graphene graphite what we use to write so right right it, it, it deals with writing the, the writing or the language of icons the language of symbols so mm -hmm. what it is is a, it's a visual uh representation of symbols and or the study and interpretation of that okay you know so so that's where we at with the basis of what iconography really is man and um when we look around, it is everywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, your stop sign is that. No matter what font is on the stop sign, when you see that octagon and you see those white letters and it got that white border against that red background, anywhere in the world, you know, you better stop. Right, right, right. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very, very fundamental. These are things that we can teach the children. And in fact, if any of you are uh, fortunate enough to be around children at this time and be around uh, what their what their school curriculum would be, you would see on the very first levels of like pre-K and in like kindergarten that they're teaching them the knowledge of iconography. They're mm -hmm. teaching it through songs. You know, they got this song out here in Canada that they sing called Aiken Drum. Mm -hmm. Aiken Drum, his hair is, is made of spaghetti. He got like uh, 
I don't know, like pepperoni for a nose or eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like though they're building iconography to help them be informed about uh, about information. So okay. the ancients would have used iconography in order to help us retain a memory mm. or, or keep knowledge of something. These were iconography was used to basically hold records. Right. People like to get into the Akashic records and all different kind of things like that. That's how we did it. It was through iconography. Okay. It's everywhere, man. You, you go to a job right now, job interview right now, and look at your, your uh, not only your resume, but look at the onboarding paperwork that they might have. They'll have a logo for the company right there. Right. You know? It's on all the clothing. It's on the trucks. It's on, it's even engraved in the, uh, or embossed in the wheels of entires like Michelin. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They have all mm -hmm. things. You're seeing it with Nike. You're seeing it with Adidas. You're seeing it everywhere because right. that is the basis of how we communicate. Even if we all went mute, we could use iconography and we still could have a conversation, which is very, very powerful. Mm. And where I would actually like to go with why I'm doing iconography, mm. I have a thesis that I'm going to roll out next month. And over the course of, it's a working thesis. So it's over the course of at least the next 50 years. Mm -hmm. and I mean, God willing, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's called the metaphysics of the hood. Okay. From nigga to naga, how to go from your lower self to your higher divine self with real time applications, practical applications that you can utilize from moment to moment to help empower yourself. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So iconography plays a huge, huge part in what that is, because right. like I said, that's how we make our decisions or that's how we get informed about decisions that we can make. That's what helps us retain knowledge and retain information right. across, across time and space. Right. You know, very, very powerful. And uh, hip hop has everything to do with iconography. You know what I mean? There's an entire gospel of hip hop and that's really what I'm getting at here. I would like to present the gospel of hip hop. Hip hop mm -hmm. is more than just rap music. You know, rap mm -hmm. music is a genre of music that is within the realm of hip hop. But for the real hip hop heads, they know you got five pillars. You got also five fingers on your hand. Yes, you know, sir. You got five senses, and then the culmination of all those five senses allows you to tap into the sixth sense. You know what I'm saying? So that's a very powerful thing when you when you deal with that in the in the aspects of hip hop because you got knowledge of self, mm -hmm. knowledge of the of uh, I actually like to say the K for knowledge is like with um guys like uh, what's his what's that brother's name? Man, he used to he used to be um I think he was maybe a five percent. I forget his name right now, but he taught about the Quran. Okay. K-O-R-A-N, knowledge, order, rhythm, astrology, nature. So mm. within all of that, mm. that is the knowledge aspect and the knowledge pillar of hip hop. Yeah. Right? And from that you get MCing, you know what I'm saying? Which is the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. With God, yep, yep. With the tongue, you know, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. Confess to what? that this is what we do. This is our truth. <laughs> like we right. here, no matter right. where, where you put us on the globe, no matter what condition you put us in, we gonna rise up because that's what we do. You plant a seed, the seed shall germinate. It shall go through a period of gestation. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? This is, mm -hmm. this is literally in Genesis chapter one. Don't matter if you part of the religion or not, it's, it's, it's factual. 
It's mm-hmm. factual. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You can sit back and observe nature and see these things, no matter what culture you come from. So right. I've been able to syncretize a lot of the universal truth that is within all cultures to be able to tie them together, right? Okay. Create a long, a long uh, thread, so to speak, and then condense that thread into a visual and then present that visual in the form of iconography. And right. then when people see it, whether it's an emblem like the OVO or like, a, uh, you know, whatever, a jump man, whatever, it sparks a conversation. So mm-hmm. what I'm into doing is observing the things around me, observing nature, being able to do that same process, condense it into a, a, a shape, a form, and then give it some kind of meaning. Shout out Baba Phil Valentine. He was talking about, mm-hmm. um, he was talking about the name Unkalunkalu being a name that they was they was using to call God. Unkalunkalu okay. represented a function, an attribute based on them observing nature, and they called it that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um yeah, like I said, that's that's the realm of MCing. Then you got DJing. And really, if I'm gonna put it in order, I would like to actually go knowledge, DJing, okay, MCing, breaking, and then writing. You know what I'm saying? That's how I yeah. like to do. Um, and, and all of it is so divine, man. It's so divine because this is what we do as human beings. Right. This is what we do. It doesn't matter what language we speak. So we're told about this story of the Tower of Babel, you know what I'm saying? And then it was destroyed and the languages was given to all the groups of people and they were split up and dispersed all along all uh, all along the earth. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But we all have the ability to speak. We speak different languages, yet we can speak. Mm-hmm. We can speak, right? So that's very important. We all can blink our eyes. You know what I'm saying? We can think. We can move. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we have the ability to to utter. You know what I mean? These are these are natural elements. These are gifts that right. we all have, and this is what unifies all of us. And, and wow. that's that's the that's like the whole that's the whole thing, really, right there. But to elaborate further on that, like I said, going on to the next the next level of hip hop, you got after you got um, DJ and MC, and you got breaking dance is a form of martial arts. Mm-hmm. It's a form of martial arts straight up. Um, in Brazil, they call it capoeira, which mm-hmm. comes from an, an older form called engolo, which comes from Angola, you know, in Africa, where yeah. they basically, um, they do a lot of drumming. This dance is infused with drumming. It's infused with, um, with utterances. So mm-hmm. it's really, it's a ceremony. This is why we call the MC the master of the ceremony. What kind of ceremony is it? It is the communion of nature. It is the communion of the elements of nature that are within us. And as we commune with those elements and commune with one another through love, peace, unity, and safely having fun, Mm -hmm. something very, very amazing takes place. What happens is we create a cipher, which is a circle. Yep. Right? But a cipher also is a word that represents a code. Like when we say we will decipher right. a code, right? There's a guy in, in the matrix named Cypher, you know? So that deals with, with decoding. What we're doing is we're decoding the iconography mm. by observing the nature and then um, giving rise to that by speaking mm-hmm. or initiating sound, like being a DJ. You right. know what I'm saying? Which is very, very important when you think about the fact that they were on vinyl records. 
and that needle is sharp and that needle is up in the air and that needle has to come down. That sharp point has to come down. It kind of strikes down like lightning if you really think about it. And mm -hmm. it touches the grooves, which represent the sediment of the earth, but it also represents our capillaries, the, the different vessels and things that, uh, the way that energy flows through out of our, through in and out of our body, mm -hmm. right? But it also, it also represents um, memory, the deep recesses of memory, which is all coming back online, so to speak, in right. this day and age, in this time, right? So that needle goes on that record, on that vinyl record, mm. and bends in a cipher, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the this is where you get roll 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 your oh, boat yeah. roll 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 your boat <laughs> right 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 you right, know right. What I mean? and in music they call that singing in rounds mm. like we go rounds in a fight some people yep. go rounds in the bedroom yep. but round is an adjective that I would utilize to describe a circle right now if I ask my 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 daughter this, this is this circle round she would say yes. Or if I ask about Jewish circle, I say, well, can you tell me about this circle? Probably the first thing she's going to say or the first three things she's going to say is it's round. Mm -hmm. You know, so this this energy is coming from the heavens. Right. Mm -hmm. Imagine us all in the circle. Some of us gathered, gathered by hands. We've made a joke of it over the years now. We call it, you know, Kumbaya. And oh, let's come together. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Kumbaya, right? <laughs> it's, it's like become like this running joke. But it's like, no, really, that, that was actually something very, very powerful. Right. That was something very, very powerful, but it takes everyone to truly believe it in their heart, which right. is where you start to get the gospel of Christ really at. You know what I'm saying? Where it's right, like, right. you got to really believe this with all of your heart. Now, now the whole gospel comes online. And it's like, hey, we should stop playing around because <laughs> yeah. the way we was taught about it was incorrect. But it's very, right. very real. And it's you. It teaches you everything about you. It teaches you everything about everything around you and everyone around you. you right. know? And all it takes is a little bit of effort to be able to uh, not only receive the messages, but observe them, observe mm -hmm. them in a different way than other people. I love what you, uh, what you said in Tuesday episode, you pull out that, that giant, bro. Can you show them that, that, oh, giant, yeah. uh, uh, that giant obelisk, that you like. this brother has a giant obelisk and <laughs> on the obelisk has every single one of the mandalas for the chakras right there. Yep. That is a form of iconography. Yep. You know? <laughs> And, and really the deeper you go into understanding what mandalas are, you start to, you start to, uh, you have to understand that they, they have iconography mm -hmm. superimposed on top of iconography, representing layers or what they call degrees of knowledge. Right, right, You can right. ascend through the degrees and we call it graduating from the, either the Latin or Greek word gradus or graduci, which mm -hmm. means to step. Which is why when you graduate, you have to walk up the steps, one, two, or three steps. There's some kind of platform that you you uh you reach, you know what I mean? And that right. signifies the entire thing. And the paperwork is is really actually a a uh, a tangible form of iconography to show you that you are now at this particular status. Right, right. You know, so that that's the whole thing. The world is 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 built upon uh iconography man it, it's the entire layout from the soil to the clouds to everything few and far in between to the subatomic realm everything bro a lot of the medallions and chains and jewelry that we that we wear and the way that we decorate our houses a lot of that comes from what's called radiolaria which comes mm -hmm. right out of the ocean you know what i'm saying right we were able to observe the geometric shapes of these things and then scribe them down which leads me to 
writing or writing, which is mm -hmm. an element of hip hop, which is to scribe. See, what I want to do is I want to broaden the horizon on what those elements mean as it pertains to hip hop. Because I know there's a lot of New York cats that might be like, man, where he going with this? And it's like because it's 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 like hip hop is looked at sometimes it's it's so New York and it's like it's actually tri-state area, if we're gonna be correct. Because Cornbread came out of Philly and he was one of the first, he was he was tagging in the nineteen right in the late nineteen sixties. Yeah, he was tagging. You know what I'm saying? We where would we be without the Fuji? Where would we be without Lauren Hill and Method Man? Where would we be without my brother Kiloja Brown? Facts. <laughs> like the Paris out now. <laughs> that's a big fact big fact <laughs> no, no, but seriously man it's 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 that it's a tri-state area thing so right there you got the number three you know what i'm saying i see you had to hit the headband with the number three with the lightning strike on it i love that my life path number is three bro so wow. we, we write we write exactly where we need to be with this man and um the next thing i want to say is hip-hop is universal because hip-hop all the elements of it you see it in africa mm-hmm you see it is inherently African, is inherently African. So this means, of course, we would see the merging of, of Western music via Black American music and Afro beats, Afro bashment, Afro fusion, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Grime out there in the UK. I was listening to uh, uh, Rosenberg that works with Ebro. Yeah. He was saying to, I believe he was saying to, uh, to RZA, was it RZA? He was saying he was saying to some one of them about how the album, I think, Return of the Woo or something like Into the Woo, something like that, was yeah. one of the, the staple albums that helped to get the UK on that kind of style of rap. You know what I mean? Which is which is a particular level of spoken word poetry, which is brilliant when you trace this back to Genesis and it says God said, mm -hmm. let there be light. So this is a this is almost like a sentence. Think about this, bro. On the highest levels, there's a sentence or some kind of message that was spoken out. But on the lowest level, what happens, bro? What's, what's another thing that's going viral right now? My brother who jumped over the thing on, onto the judge because yeah. of a, because of a what? A sentence. sentence. Okay, okay. So we see. On the lowest levels where it reside at, but on the highest levels, and God said this sentence, and it's and it said, "Let there be light," which, if you trace back the Hebrew and what that phrase is in Hebrew, that's a whole nother set of knowledge. Shout out to A.A. Rashid because he mm. really has put a lot of work in when it comes to understanding our ancient African thought in a way that our ancients would have thought about this. Okay, Harriet Tubman didn't read this Bible the same way we're reading it today. Right. So that's why she was able to do what she was able to do in the Underground Railroad, which a lot of people don't know. It was there was no railroad. Mm. There was no there's not like it's tracks, you know, but metaphorically, though. And, and some of it wasn't even underground, but we call it the Underground Railroad as a motif and as a, a form of iconography to help us remember right. where it is we came from, what we went through. Right. So. I remember in the song uh, Crack Music, Kanye laid the whole thing out when he said, um, he, he said, tracks is what we spitting on. Tracks, that's a that's a direct correlation to the Underground Railroad. Mm -hmm. Literally. And for the people who, don't, who don't, might not understand that metaphor, tracks are a word that we utilize to call um, music, like either music records, music songs, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, we call them tracks. 
track listing, track number six, put on, put on track number three. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what we doing, bro. It's, it's it literally all is all just an amalgamation, man. And, and shout out to my brother, Chris Moore, who I was talking to last night, man. He was telling me it's all of our stuff. It's, it's all us. You know what I mean? And no matter where we went in life, no matter what we were going through, we was able to retain this on some kind of level, some kind of way, man. When I say I syncretized it, I really, really did syncretize the entire thing to the point where I'm like, I can see exactly why there would be wars and fighting. But on the other hand, I'm like, I really don't understand why y'all fighting. Right. You know, um, I was sharing with, with a brother that when you look at the natives, the Native Americans, and they're doing their they're doing their dance. I don't know what the name is called, but okay. look at the footwork. Next time you see them dressed in their in their feathers and everything, yeah. Next time you see them doing their dance, look at their footwork. And then what I need you to do, keep maybe one tab up, keep the video playing, go and open another tab, maybe create another screen for it so you can play them simultaneously. Look at the footwork when someone is, is, is like doing Native American, Native American dance, mm -hmm. and then look up sea walking or bee walking, oh, yeah. walking, blood walking. The footwork is the exact That's same. It's the exact same. That that uh that thing that John Morant be doing, yeah. That's a rain dance, bro. Mm. That's a rain dance. And we've created gifts now and memes that are now the new iconography, right? Because those things help us to uh, to remember right. something that happened. If you want to find out what happened in 2012, man, I could give you a, a the meme, damn Daniel, and then everyone would be like, oh yeah, I remember damn Daniel. Yeah, remember Ice JJ Fish when he was. You know what I mean? It's just a gift, and everyone knows. So that we've used that in conversation now to elaborate things that may otherwise be too long to write it down. Right. Maybe we didn't want to write all that. So we give you an image, a symbol. Right. It's the same as what the ancients have been doing. And, and so many teachers from Ashra Kwezi to, to uh, Sheik Antidil to, to uh, man, Bobby Hammett, Brother Panic, Red Pill, Blue Pillar, Alkebilan. So many, man. It's been, there's been so many people who have come through. I mean, so many great folks who have come through, man, and many, many more who are on the way up, man. Yeah. As Hollywood continues to burn, there's so many more on the way up right now. Sure. We just got to focus on what it is that we've been called to do. And it ain't ridiculing people. It ain't ridiculing people, man. Anytime you want to laugh at somebody and ridicule somebody, you miss your lesson because you mm -hmm. could be just like them. Right. Instead, what we should do is we could look at with where their faults and shortcomings are and look at how that's reflected in our life, man. Where are my, my faults and my shortcomings? I swear 19 Keys, if anyone's in his broadcast channel, he was just talking about that. Looking at your strengths, your weaknesses, areas of greatness, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Areas that you could get better and strengthen and look at that as a way to go uh, forward in this year, you know what I mean? And, and he's sure. been getting real, real jiggy with the visuals lately, man. Yeah. I've seen his story like last bro, night. Bro, he, he's the bro. one who honestly got me on this wave, bro. Like him, Billy Carson, uh, Phil Valentine, Bedell, mm -hmm. yeah. um, a lot of individuals like over just 2019 was like my year of just studying. Mm -hmm. That's when I first came across Bobby Hemmett. Hey. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, 
they they really helped me in, in my sense of learning about who I was and things of that nature. So I'm I'm, I'm for sure. <laughs> Yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Sorry to cut your wisdom. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're good, bro. You're good. It's, it, it all keeps flowing, man. On and on and on and on. It's like the yeah. rolling stone. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That, that sentence, again, is reinforcing iconography. It's just, she's like, oh, you might laugh because you did not do your math. So mm. she's breaking down exactly what I'm saying right now. Mm. Right? Because the cipher keeps rolling. The cipher right. is a circle. Right. That's the symbol of a wheel. People are going to talk about Cat Williams, but did you peep the pendant he had on? Mm. It looks like what you use to mm -hmm. steer a ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That's mm -hmm. the universal symbol of Dharma. That's the opposite mm. of karma. Yeah. It's there, bro. It's yeah. there. The symbolism is there. Let us not be too distracted in the jokes because none of it is funny. Right. It's telling you in joke form a very, very, very cryptic truth that is hurting and plaguing the planet right now. Mm -hmm. So yes, him as a as a whistleblower, whatever you want to call him, listen to what he was saying. Right. People are going to say, oh, let's use our discernment. Let's do this. There's going to be a lot of people, you know, uh, moving on every which kind of way. But one thing that stuck out, and I ain't watched the whole interview. I didn't, I didn't want to really go into it before this. I wanted to stay focused with, with what I was doing. But one thing that he said is, um, and I don't know how, how it was word for word, but he was saying something about when you tell him the truth, all the lies gonna come out, right? So anybody oh, yeah. who's uncomfortable with with that truth, mm -hmm. look at why they feel uncomfortable with it. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you got something to hide, of course you can you can start to feel um you can start to feel that pressure. You can start to feel that heat. Right. It's like if you throw, if you have a, a pig pen and there's pigs in this pig pen, the one that squeals is the one who got hit when you cast the stoneness out of it, you know? Right, right. Yeah, man. Ancient proverbs, bro. Ancient proverbs, yeah. man. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's why I got these here. That's why I got these right here. Because th these are iconography. These represent processes that we go through. If anyone who has looked through my story, I put... um. I put baby boy. Baby boy is an entire mythology that that needs to be spoken about. And I think yeah. I'm the right person to help break it down. I mean, it starts yeah. off with him in the womb. I mm -hmm. always knew that when I was younger, but it wasn't until maybe 2016, 2017, after watching a few, you know, uh, uh, Red Pillar videos on Sarnetta channel, mm -hmm. where I started thinking, I'm like, wait, hold on. Francis Cress Welsing? Mm -hmm. What? He mentioned that in the opening of Baby Boy. Mm -hmm. He sure did. Mm -hmm. He sure did. He mentioned the whole ISIS papers right there, man. Yeah. Talking yeah. about basically due to the system, the black man has been made to think of himself as a baby. Yeah. And that's why I got to come with this thesis, Metaphysics of the Hood, from nigga to naga. Yes. Yep. You're more yep. than just a nigga. You're more than just a nappy-headed Negro. You're more than that. And you've always been more than that. Don't don't get it effed up just because you here in this body experiencing the, the reality in this way. Mm -hmm. You know, this is why I gotta give the gems I gotta I gotta give because this is my uh I don't know if the word is antithesis, but this is what I'm presenting in opposition to the young kids I saw D1 share who was dancing to uh to sexy red. Look, I love this sister because she's a black woman. Right. She is a mother. 
Right. And what I don't appreciate is people talking about her and the way they're talking about because I'm thinking about it from the perspective of the child who's going to grow up knowing and hearing people speak about his or her mother in that way. Yeah. We, we what did Tupac say? It's time that we heal our women, be real to our women, because if we don't, we will have a race of babies that will hate the ladies and mm-hmm. make the babies. Mm-hmm. Straight up, straight up. So people can say what they want to say. It's like, hey, the sister need help. Mm-hmm. Have you tried reaching out to Erica Badu? She's a she's a doula. She's a certified doula. There's so many other sisters in the community. Sister, come and get this water burp. Come and get on a diet that can actually really help you. You know what I'm saying? Like right. there's some healing that can take place. There's a lot of brothers who spoke up on that. There's a lot of sisters who are gonna speak up on that. Like I said, the one shared a video of some kids, young girls I saw at that, dancing to her music, but they dancing in a way that they should not be dancing. Even my daughter knows already not to be dancing like that. She already right. knows, she's four years old. She'll be five next month, Aquarius, but she know already. Nah, my dad told me not to dance like that. Right. Said, exactly, but dance with me. I'm a dancer, I can show you how to dance. I can, right. I can, I can show you the wisdom in the bodily expression in, in the divine bodily expression. You know what I'm saying? When you dance and when you pop lock, what the ancestors showed me, that Kepara beetle that rose that dung over that hill to signify the sun in all of its phases, mm-hmm. that, that ball of energy is flowing through you when you pop lock and you pass it to that side. And we pop lock and we pass it to the next person. And then we, you know what I mean? That's when we're watching the dance, what they call a dance battle. Once again, reinforcing the knowledge and the understanding that this is a form of martial arts. If it wasn't a form of martial arts, they would never call it a dance battle. Dance battle, right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? They call it a rap battle. Right. Because the, the words can incite war. And what I would say is great art has always, always, always either started wars or ended them. Mm. Great art has always started wars or ended them. Yes, sir. And typically the artwork that speaks the truth or shows the truth has been the ones that have started wars within those who were unable or unwilling to accept a particular level of truth. But in the same sense, it has been able to provide catharsis and healing for those who have opened their heart unto that, man. Like, so Mm -hmm. it's it's honestly, it's holy, it's divine, man. I can say this in any church. I can go to MIT just like Lupe and say the same thing. I can go and do it and do it at um, at Harvard. And it's interesting that D1 had that album from the hood to Harvard. Anybody who didn't listen to it should listen to it. I didn't listen to it yet, but it's a good opportunity to promote the brother. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Sir. Like, why not? But it's, it's interesting because it's like he said from the hood to Harvard. So my my thesis is literally metaphysics of the hood from nigga hood right. to Naga, Harvard. Right. Right. Meaning the, the it's just it's not about Harvard because you know people gonna say, Oh, well, what about the HBCUs? And it's, Look yeah, at, yeah, 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 yeah. It's metaphorical, man. <laughs> the motif, you know, right. meaning it, it is a visual representation. You can apply your own meaning to it. And that's why I said, I'm here to teach y'all how to tap into your own language. Right. Bruh, the summer that my wife got me, uh, got pregnant with my daughter, Um, this, this I don't know, man, it was like a vision, basically, man. And it, and it came to me. And it came through um, listening to cicadas in a tree. Mm. Now these cicadas in the summertime, uh, sometimes even uh, down south they call them July flies. 
Mm. If you go deep enough down south, they call them July flies, right? Okay. Um, these cicadas in this tree, or whatever these these uh, these insects are in this tree, they make the sound of a rattlesnake. So already that is that is a that is another motif, a divine iconography, mm-hmm. you know, so to speak, where you have the sound of a serpent in a tree. This immediately takes us back to Genesis again. And ask the question, well, how did this serpent get in a garden? What was the true purpose of this serpent? Mm-hmm. You know, really, because we know about, about the tongue. Right. To me, the, ter- the, the serpent represents the tongue. Mm-hmm. And they say that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Right. So truthfully, God, through the tongue, through the word, through the mouth, gave a law, a commandment, a precept that Adam and Eve were to follow, mm-hmm. you know, and they did not follow that. Already showing you the power of life and death is in the tongue. This is why a serpent can come up. This is the same thing as a smooth brother hollering at your girl in the club without shouting. I see mm. you by yourself was good with it. It's, a, it's the same thing. It's the right. same thing, bro. You know what I mean? And um, this is this is the same thing when your vice is called to you. Are you able to to turn down the temptation because your heart is set on something greater. Right. All these messages are there in every movie. They're in every commercial. It is everywhere around us because there's nothing else to do but that. So it seems that there's nothing else to do but evolve and grow. Right. Give me a second. My daughter is knocking on the door. I just want to see what she (laughs) means. Good evening. Okay. Okay. Y'all give me just a second. I gotta change her show for her. Nah, take your time. Take right your time. back, like thirty seconds. Give me, give me just a second. Take your time. Take your time. Look, this is some powerful, powerful information, family. This is some powerful information that he is breaking down, man. This is life right here. You feel what I'm saying? Y'all see how he took it back all the way to Genesis. In the beginning, it was the Word, and the Word was God, <laughs> and the and the Word was God. Come on, man. It, the God is breaking it down so, so effortlessly tonight. And I knew it was going to be an amazing, amazing show tonight, man. You know, y'all let me know what y'all learning in the chat. What y'all learning in the chat? I see Godfrey in the chat. I see Super in the chat. I see Khalil in the chat. What's going on, y'all? How y'all, how y'all receiving this information tonight? Brother Khalil said, peace. How you doing, man? Peace to you. Got super. I'm in tune. <laughs> I see you, my guy. You feel me? This is what it's about right here. This is our build, man. This is our build. Um, I knew he was gonna come and, and and bring some some fire, some fire to our soul tonight, man. Um, this was something that I really eye opening, really eye opening. My guy Godfrey said this is really, really eye opening, and it is. You know, even me right now, I'm learning. Right. I'm learning myself. There are things, you know, I don't I don't ever get on my platform and and act like I know it all. You feel what I'm saying? I know I'm a master in my craft. But when it comes to different things, you know, I like to be keep 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 an optimistic mind and, and, you know, push myself to go learn new things. And again, when I stumbled upon this brother, man, I knew I just knew that he was going to really, really give us some game tonight. And it's funny how. Um, and I'm going to mention this to him when he gets back. But 
when he got in, he had mentioned that, you know, he was a life path three, right? Well, I'm a life path five. We're in the year of the number eight. You see how that just comes together? You see how you see how everything is just, you know, playing its part? You feel what I'm saying? This is the eight year. This is the refinement year. And it's no coincidence that the three and the five come together. You feel what I'm saying? To build this powerful, powerful story tonight. You know, I'm looking forward to, mo to more, you know, things to learn from this man. Everybody should be. Because, again, these are things that he is teaching his children. You feel what I'm saying? These are things that he's teaching his daughter. And now when she gets older, she she's going to impact a whole nother generation of, you know, kids that are going to know this. I was I was telling them, God, that. Uh, it, it's it, it all lines up and it's wild because I earlier you had mentioned that you were a life path three, right? Yeah, I'm a life path five. Hey, we're in the eight year. Okay. <laughs> you see, you see how that you know what I'm saying? You see how that all just correlates, bro. You, yes, sir, divine sir. timing. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, divine man. timing. But um, I actually wanted to uh get into a question because I don't, I don't, I don't know if we actually. We actually asked this or or we got into it. What actually drew you to the world of, you know, iconography or hip hop iconography? And how did you get like why and how did you get started in the field? Yeah. OK, so basically um, I'm a visual artist for anybody who doesn't know. I do murals. I do um, like high level me black metaphysical artwork, Afrofuturism. A lot of people describe it as Afrofuturism. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. a lot of bright colors, a lot of geometry, a lot of looking at um, basically ancient knowledge and knowledge of, of the people who came before us, right? I have, mm -hmm. I have um, a deep longing to want to know like what was here before us? How did they live? How did they act? How did they move? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. When everyone was not wanting to really be here and looking towards the future or looking to get off the planet, I said, well, who who was here before us? Mm -hmm. What did they do when times were like this? You know, so that's a lot where, where it has started at, man. But um, yeah, I was always an artist, bro. Uh, Saturday mornings, my pops used to put me and my sisters on, uh, basically we sat in the kitchen mm -hmm. at the table and uh, I, we was always in coloring books, you know what I'm saying? My sisters, they used to have like uh, like Mickey Mouse and them, and they used to like watercolor, but I didn't really like watercolor because it used to make my pages stick together. So I gravitated towards pencils and colored pencils. So that was me getting my penmanship right, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was always mm -hmm. coloring um, in this Mighty Morphin Power Rangers book, the original one that had Tommy as the White Ranger, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I just... I. I always thought like it was dope because he he was the only one that had gold and black. It was yeah. it was, it was yeah. something about like how he had the shoulder pad and I played football too, so I was like, ooh, yeah, that's fire. That's just dope, <laughs> bro. It's dope. You know what I mean? So um, there was that, bro. Honestly, man, shout out to um, shout out to DJ Rob Swift, man, because when I was a young boy coming up, DJ Rob Swift, uh, he, for those of y'all that don't know, man, he he done he's done a lot. He's done a lot with hip hop. He's and he's he's upholding the original principles of hip hop, man. And uh, when I was a young boy, any of y'all that remember NFL Street, the first yes, one, sir. yeah, he was uh, making a lot of the music with DJ K K Slay and them and the execution mm -hmm. in them. Like he was making a lot of music in there with them, right? So his music was a soundtrack, unbeknownst to me. His music was a soundtrack to when I would create my own teams mm -hmm. and I would look at the color slider. 
and design their uniforms and get all the way down very meticulously. And like, I want him to have this color mouthpiece and I want his cleats to be like this and his socks gotta be like this. And I mean, his hair gotta be like this. And I want him to have this kind of facial hair. When I used to play fight night, bro, I used to design my boxers and, and pick out they pick out their, what their nickname would be, their exact height and everything. I was, I was very meticulous with that. And, and it just, it evolved and kept on evolving over time. You know what I'm saying? I'm the son yes. of a, of a math teacher. My father had two master's degrees. You know what I mean? So like he really instilled in me a lot of this too, man. Um, yeah, man, there's, there's a lot that, that really went into me learning this, but what it is is I started to look at what was around me and ask more questions about it. And due to the gift that I have of, of creating artwork, a lot of the messages came through in the form of visuals. Okay. And I didn't know how to really articulate them. So I spent a lot of time, you know, with the gift of gab, obviously, you know, talking to many different people from all walks of life, man. I've, I've unified white folks. You know what I'm saying? I've unified Indian folks. I've unified the, the Latino. You know what I'm saying? I've unified everybody that I've been able to meet. I've unified them. You know right. what I'm saying? Under these same principles, even when I didn't really know that that's what I was doing, it was still there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like I was still on this when I seen homies when we was just two years out of high school who started to deal heroin. I never had to touch it. I never mm-hmm. did it. I was around in passing, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In passing mm-hmm. and still gave them this, still gave them this, whether mm-hmm. they wanted to take it or not, still gave it to them. You know what I mean? Because. That was where I was going. I seen what my trajectory was going to be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, like I said, there's a lot that really went into it, bro. A lot that went into it, man. And really, it's just me being able to look back at all the experiences over my life, looking at very profound dates that really stick out. You know what I mean? Looking at um, watching movies and like decoding movies. Shout out to KT the Arch Degree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the decoding oh movies and stuff, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like people don't know. But when you watch Baby Boy, like I was saying earlier, you mm-hmm. got you got him in the uh, in the womb, mm-hmm. and basically it's like he calls his lady mama. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're supposed to call your mom mama, right? You know what I'm saying? He calls his homies his boys, mm. even his homeboys, mm-hmm. meaning that he don't call them men. He, he not like let's go men. He's like let's go boys, not even fellas. Mm-hmm. It's just boys. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We got a group out of Philly called Boys to Men because they evolved from boys to men. Right. So it's showing the dynamic of like you'll be calling our mom, we calling our ladies mama. And a lot of the ladies right now saying, I don't want to be his mom. I right. don't want to pick up after him and clean up after him, whether it's spiritually, psychologically, um, emotionally. They don't right. want to be our mama. You know what I'm saying? So we need to evolve and look at them in a different way and treat them a different way. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. Um then he said, what does a black man call his place of re- residence? Calls it the crib. But mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, like, my, my, my kid was definitely in the crib when, you know what I mean, when she was, when she was born. She was right. in the crib. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like all these things that we say, and they are words that have images that accompany them, and they reinforce our understanding and our perception of our reality based on our environment, our education, and our experience. Mm-hmm. And I got that from uh, I got that from a brother who wrote the book We Ain't No Niggas. I read it a long time ago. My pops had a real extensive library, so uh, I was definitely skimming through a lot of those books, man. Too like a lot, bro. Um, yes, sir. Like, yeah, like I was saying with Baby Boy, though. Remember, Jody kept having this same dream throughout the movie, where yes. it's the it's the helicopters and he it's the cops. He's seeing himself in jail. He's seeing himself dead. 
You know what I mean? That that represents like basically the plight of, of the black man. That represents the the um the transgenerational behavior, trauma, mm-hmm. uh, and the collective awareness of those who came before us. You know what I'm saying? So like right. he kept on having this this dream. You know what I mean? And in one of the scenes, I have it in my story, man. In one of the dreams, when he's dying and it shows him uh, in the casket and the camera is zooming to, to give the overhead look at him in the casket, you yeah. actually see them overlay Tupac right over top. Mm. Overlay it right over top. Why did they do that? Because Tupac never died, as everybody... That's the, the running thing. Tupac never died. Tupac never died. Because it he represents Osiris. A song mm. represents oh, the yeah. resurrection. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a whole, there's a whole thesis. I think it's Michael Eric Dyson. Maybe, I could be wrong. But somebody got a thesis out there about about Tupac's Black Jesus. You know what I'm mm. saying? And that so that ties into to this thing. You know what I mean? And us being in the church and and we could get out of the the uh, the shackles if we truly understood what, what what it is that we was reading. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but why I wanted to bring that up specifically. There's a, a rites of passage, a funerary rites of passage in ancient Kemet where it's it's a set and um it's a set in Neptis and they're crying. They're crying about the fact that Osara got cut up in all those pieces. Mm. And Neptis, her tears, she's crying these crocodile tears. But these crocodile tears, how they're shown in artwork is these tears are in, in the shape of little onks. So even though she's crying, it's it's she's crying ox. Yeah, she's crying ox. If you notice and remember when Jesus got crucified, Mary cried also. And when she cried, a wet carnation grew from out of the ground. That is symbolic of the rose that grew through the cracks. The it's, the yeah. same, it's the same thing, bro. It's the same exact thing. You right. know what I'm saying? So in that in that scene. You got Taraji, who's who's going viral right now. Look at yep. look at her role in, in Baby Boy, because that's what we remember her. From the most, most for. yeah, yeah, you yeah. I, mean? I don't want to boil her whole career down to that, but I mean, come on now, that was iconic, right? It's iconic, you know what I'm saying? Um, but she's crying, so she is Neptis. She is she, you know what I mean? She she got the tears pouring down, and if she's crying over top of him in his body, she even giving him a kiss and everything like. And she's literally holding her son, Jojo, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. literally Jojo. And she's rocking back and forth. And she's like, God, bring him back. Bring him back. That's a that's a whole comedic funerary rite. Mm. Which is why Jody wakes up. Now, when he wakes up, <laughs> he goes in the kitchen because he, he smells some food. Yeah. So that's they're showing you the nose, the breath. Mm-hmm. Right? Tupac had his had his nose ring in. That's why they show Tupac as well over top of that to, to tie in seamlessly to the next scene where he's waking up and smelling the flowers or waking up and smelling the breakfast. Who who, who cooking? Mm. And he thinks it's his mama cooking. Mm. Well, who we go out there and see? Butt it rings. Butt cheeks. Moodle <laughs> <laughs> butt cheeks. Moodle butt cheeks. Where? Where? Like straight up, like oh, yo, what you doing here, bro? Like and then it's a now you wake up out of dream and you're in reality now. You in mama's house and it's time for you to leave the nest because mama got things to do. Mama mm-hmm. done moved on. Your brother died. 
You know what I'm saying? So he is, he's not, he's not Kane in the aspect that he killed his brother, but he's Kane in the aspect that his brother is also him and he's killing himself by not right. living in alignment with his true purpose, which is why his homeboy P pushing P pushing mm -hmm. P P got baptized by the end of the movie. Right. It's literally, it's all motif, bro. It's literally all motif right in there. They just shown it over and over and over again. I mean, it was always on BET almost every night. <laughs> we enforcing the same thing. And if and if you didn't peep all those messages, then you're trapped at a particular level of perception until you start to go and unwind and unwound the inner mysteries. Because mm -hmm. they're just showing you you. Yeah. They're showing you you. Every movie that come out, they're showing you you. Right. They can't show you anything else. Even the screen, we come out with a knowledge that the screen is a black mirror. Okay, well, they're showing you you. Mm-hmm. It's you in some kind of way. You know what I mean? Like, so, yeah, sure. man. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, bro. <laughs> all right. All right. Let me, let me get into another question then. So, it. how do you approach capturing the essence of a hip-hop icon in your art? And what challenges do you face in doing so? Mm, very great question. Very great question. Uh... Well, the thing I would say is um, that the most most of the challenge that I would face with that is looking at okay, if I was let's say for instance, I used to say um, like a couple years ago, I used to go on the same tangent Kanye would when he was on Ellen and be like, uh, like I am, I am like name somebody who's living in the same breath as Walt Disney and Steve Jobs, and he's like I am Steve Jobs, I am Walt Di Walt Disney. Right. You know right, what I mean? Like, right, right, so I used right, to be right. Like, yo, I'm that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm Yeezy. I'm, I'm Diddy. I used to say, I'm right. Diddy. I'm Diddy. Right. But now right. it's like, wait, hold on. You don't want to be that. <laughs> unfortunately, I, I can't say I'm Diddy. Not unfortunate for me, but unfortunate for him and in, in, in the situation that gone. Yeah, on. yeah, 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 so yeah. Why I was saying it was because I said, man, look at what he like. He built this thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In the same sense of when Nipsey is talking about in the song Dedication, looking at like, man, deep down they know you couldn't fade him. He knew he know he a genius and he know you can't fade him. He just he just needs he needs some time. He said, How long before hard work meet preparation? Like he, mm -hmm. he's telling you. So that's the challenges that I face dealing with myself every day and knowing that I gotta get better with my time management so I can actually produce the work. You know what I'm saying? And then looking at whatever icon I'm going to produce, is it actually truly good for, you know, uh, for what I actually want to do in life? You know what I'm saying? Right. My lady lots of times has pointed out to me, you know what I'm saying? Like when I was wanting to learn, for instance, last summer I was wanting to learn, um, what you call it, like body contours and just how to like draw the body better. Right. Because you know, I'm not a photorealistic artist. I would love to be able to draw photorealistically and paint like that. Man, mm -hmm. You wouldn't be able to tell if it's a photograph or not because my visions coming out of my mind, if I was able to produce those at a photorealistic rate, I would be doing what the AI prompter is doing, but right. I would be doing it without AI. So even if we lost Wi-Fi, lost a connection to that, sure I still got it up here and I yeah. could be able to do it. You know what I mean? i seen people painting with their toes, bro. They holding, they holding the paintbrush between yeah. their toes and they, they paint better than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No cap, they paint better than me, bro. So it's like... <laughs> <laughs> whole nother conversation, bro. But <laughs> whole nother conversation, bro. But um, yeah, man. Like, 
and it really came down to um, if it was good. Like I said, my, my lady was telling me, you know, uh, I was drawing like this this woman who was, uh, she was naked, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it was more so, it wasn't that she was naked, it was the angle. Like she was like um, on the beach kind of like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. everything. So I liked the, the angle because I was like, wow, this makes me have to draw my oval differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This makes me have to draw my ellipses differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I want to draw this to get the angle right. So when I then I can know where to put the, the harsh lines to create the uh to create the volume and show how this is skin that's folding and the light is bending and curving around it. Right. That's why I did it. Right. But my lady had to help me understand. She was like, you know, like you have a daughter, so like you gotta think about what your daughter will be looking at when she comes outside because i was used to paint outside you know what i mean and have my studio like directly outside the house right when it was nice outside obviously right. around rain but yeah it just it's one of those kind of challenges like that knowing right. like the right time in the place you know what mm-hmm. i mean so that's why i was like you know what what if i do more geometric style stuff right what if i start studying all different kind of like uh with the ancient cultures or just cultures that came before us did like learning about adinkras Right. I got I got pants that I painted on. Um, I would love to like mass produce them and sell them for like Valentine's Day or something like that. Cause I know they got the chrome hearts and, and all these other kind of brands. Yeah. That's out there and stuff. But I'm like, I got this adinkra that looks like a heart. I'm gonna mm-hmm. draw it for y'all real quick. Yeah, you you know you know I was gonna get you to you know get it yeah, to yeah, you yeah, for yeah, me yeah, right bro. quick. Yeah, bro. <laughs> nah, That's this you, is man. powerful. This is powerful, man. I hope y'all taking notes. Hope y'all taking notes. Basically, this adinkra looked like this. Off the top of my head, uh, I don't remember what it exactly represents, but obviously it looked like a heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I yeah. got these adinkras that are all over my pants that I did. And I was like, man, like I could get jiggy with like the textile patterns. And under there's a map that they have on Google that is a map. And instead of the countries, it shows the um the fabric that comes from which country. Okay. So whether it's Kente, it's all different kind of fabrics that come from out of Africa. So I was like, dang, I could I could actually put some of these fabrics down and then paint the adinkra over top of the fabric. Because if you started to understand what the fabric represents, these these fabrics have knowledge within them. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they call them jeans. Right. Right. <laughs> like literally, they call them they call them jeans, yo. Let me let me show. I don't know if that let me know if this is backwards when I write this. Okay. So then I know to write it to write it backwards the other way. So then okay. when I show it in the screen, it will it will it will Okay. Backs. Is that backwards? No. It's not? All right, mm-hmm. good. So this is jeans. That's what we wear on our pants. Right. Jeans. And I think a lot of people know where I'm about to go with this. Jeans. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. now (laughs) literally this word gene almost makes genesis it almost makes the word genesis facts my auntie shout out to my my aunt uh my aunt nettie my jeanette she told me um that her father my grandfather's name is genis and the reason why they called him genis is because they didn't know how to spell genesis wow Literally, yeah, so he made a new name for him that is Genesis, right? So he, it's crazy, ain't it? That's powerful, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and bro, check it out, check it out. 
<laughs> we got a cousin in the family named Genesis, and he's mute. Oh, it's it's brilliant because it goes in Genesis, and God said, "Let there be light." But it's like, but how did he say it? Right. Who was he talking to? Right. How did it sound? So right. obviously, this is mute. But although it's mute, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. Right. You know what I mean? Because everything moves, nothing rests. Everything vibrates. Or every, yeah, everything moves, nothing rests. Everything mm -hmm. vibrates. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even when you say something, like let's, let's say I say, yo, you just hear it as Y-O and it ends right there. It mm -hmm. ends kind of almost as soon as you hear it. Mm -hmm. Man, on the subatomic level, that shit is like, it's part of my language, but it's like, yo. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. going and going and getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And then we actually have a symbol for what that's called, y'all. I will show it to y'all, man. It's about to be interesting. And this is all going to lead into the language that I created. Okay. <laughs> that's what I really want to see, too. Yeah, bro. <laughs> all right. This is, what's, this is what's happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is what's happening. You, the big circle represents the inception point for when the sound was first made. Every right. circle after that shows that the sound is traveling further and further away from its source. You know what that looks like to me. What it look like, bro? You know how they have like the evolution of the monkey to man. Ah, <laughs> all right. All That's right. what that looks like to me, bro. All right, bro. It look like that. It look like those, uh, what's them things called when they got them little Russian dolls and they got the big one and inside that one is a smaller one. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like the little eggs. It, like, it look like that. <laughs> it also looks like um a series of mirrors. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's funny that you said evolution because that's what the language was. Mm -hmm. What is it? What is this language I created? It's the language of evolution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, you can't necessarily speak it. Right. It's a visual language because you got you got visual language and you got verbal language. Mm -hmm. You got language that's just in the realm of thought, mm -hmm. what we call telepathy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we're going next to, y'all. That's what we're going next. In mm -hmm. order for us to get to the level of, of telepathy, what's got to happen is, you see everyone talking about this mumble rap thing? Yeah. Out of mumble rap, mumble rap was utilized to um, really bring in a new dawning of aesthetic nihilism. Right. Where we love to hate ourselves through the mumbles, right? Now, why this is important is because 2024 represents the death mm. of nihilistic hip hop. Mm. You know what I mean? Hip hop was dead this morning. Shout out Nas, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. now hip hop really gonna die. Mm -hmm. But the aspect of it that can no longer thrive for where we're going shall die. Right. And it shall be destroyed and rebuilt in a better way. Mm -hmm. Destroyed the temple, I'll rebuild it in three days. So all 2024 is going to be broken down into three different parts. Mm -hmm. The first four months, the second four months, and the third four months. Mm -hmm. Those represent the three phases of how the temple is going to be rebuilt. Okay. As we herald in the 51st year of hip-hop, it's 50 years of hip-hop plus a new eon or a new age that's mm -hmm. being that's being introduced mm -hmm. and, and being initiated and set forth for us to all evolve. So I will get into what this language is, man. Basically, like I said, the summer that my, my wife got pregnant with our daughter, 
this it just kind of came to me like i was saying i was listening to those cadence in the tree and i was thinking like man it sounds like a serpent is in this tree and i was thinking about the curse of the serpent and how this serpent was cursed to to slither on its belly on the ground yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what was it doing before then right you know what i mean maybe it was standing so i started to do this thing man Give me a second while I remember what this what this thing. Ah, do your thing, do your thing, man. Let your mind work. All right. So that's what it looked like, y'all. Ah. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna start from here. Okay. This is this is when you're an infant. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And the way that I drew these, this is actually two of this. It's one here and it's one here. So it's uh, actually mathematics encoded right in there, teaches you how to count. You know what yeah. I mean? So you go from infantry to maybe a toddler stage. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Then you go into adolescence and you start to literally, you start to branch off. This is when you start to find your, your, your own identity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and start to go through maybe some hardships over here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But still, the path is this way. It's up. Yeah. Until you go and you and you become a fully grown adult. And you become tall like a tree or yeah. a root. Bruh, fam, literally. This is how I would teach little kids how to draw. Now this becomes a little flower. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. Easy, bro. <laughs> Easy, bro. Hey, I love, I love, I love yeah, how this is like simple. This point, it's, it's simple. <laughs> it's, it's simple. It really is, bro. It's simple. Yeah. It's yeah. simple. It just it takes a little bit of effort. Yeah. That's all. And and then if you provide the students with the curriculum within creative writing or creative mm -hmm. expression classes, you know what I mean? When they got these study hall classes and they just gonna go in there and talk anyway. Man, study hall should be turned into a creative writing class. Hey, if y'all not gonna study, let's do something to get y'all your minds going, your minds active. You right. know, um, over this last summer, man, basically last year in January, I broke my leg. So not even that summer, the, the summer before that. Actually, no, sorry, last summer, yeah, after I broke my leg, I was taking my daughter to these swimming lessons, and inside of the rec center out here, they had this this area for like teenagers between like ages of fourteen and eighteen. Right. And it was like a game room. And I'm thinking the whole time, like, they teaching them something. They're doing something in there. Man, I would peek in there after my daughter was done her little 30-minute swim class. And, man, they just playing 2K in there. They just, like, they they on the phone in there. So they just talking. You know what I mean? So I'm right, like, right. bro, what if I got funding through the city to create these workshops and these classes to help teach them stuff like this? But, mm -hmm. but still lace it with a little bit of pop culture. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Granted, uh, give give the proper discretion for some of it. Like for instance, when you can go into school and you want to teach kids, man, don't don't bring in the music in there that have the profanity and all that. Like yeah. you know what I mean, right, right. Like there's 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 parameters of how you got to do it to be able to present it to them. But right. if you if you sync it in the right way, if you do it the right way, then this can work. And like I say, this is what I gotta present because there's already kids like Lil RT. Who's mm -hmm. singing and rapping about what they rapping about? Yeah, you know and, and it's like, man, they, my daughter got to grow up in this world, man. Yeah. So I'm being called to get a lot more serious with what I'm doing, right? Because what kind of world are we leaving for her? And I really, I do this for the kids who gonna be born next week. Mm. They still in their mama's womb, but they finna be born next week. 
Right. What are right. you going to make for them by the time they're 18? Because I'm pretty sure, like, man, you see all these people in Hollywood, man. Yo, a lot of them in 20 years, bro, we're about to lose so many of our favorite people. Mm-hmm. I was shocked when Biz Marquis died. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's so many more people who have to go because that's just a natural, that's a natural thing. I mean, some of them got bad health, but some of them just dying from old age. It's they time yeah. to go. It's they time to go. So right. that means that our generation, and, and we kind of in a sweet spot too, bro, because this thing, when they say me, we millennials, bro, I'm 29. And it's like, I'm kind of actually directly in between millennials yeah. and Gen Z. Like, yeah. I'm kind of like actually the mortar. Bridging gap. That that can that you know what I mean that brings both of them together. Like yep. I be speaking about the knowledge of like how hip hop has these samples and stuff in it, and how the samples help to connect the generations of the past to the future generations. Mm-hmm. How many people know that that song by Doja Cat, "Paint the City Red" or "Paint the Town Red," whatever it's called? How many of y'all know that that is a sample from a a, a Diane Warwick song? Mm, I didn't know that. Gone by, you know. Right. You know what I mean? That's the that's literally a Diane Warwick song. I didn't know that. I only know that because Chloe Bailey, who is Little Mermaid's sister, right? Yep, was yep, doing yep. a tribute to her. Yeah. And when she was singing the song and they and they played the boom, 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 boom with the horns, I was like, wait, yeah. hold on, time out. That's Doja Cat, ain't it? That's what yeah. kids were saying. <laughs> Everybody who when they was growing up, they say, Hey, that's uh man, look. You got this moment where you listening to the new song or like the old yeah. song will come on because Granny and then will put the old song on and then you yep. start you start rapping the new song and they like boy what y'all singing and like, oh this that this that such and such right and they like nah this ain't it this is Otis right this is, this is Sam right. Cook right this is right. whoever you know what I mean and so it's, it's it's beautiful bro it's real real beautiful because also I got some homework for y'all and we can answer another question after this bro you know okay. that song that uh, Ed Sheeran got. Take me into your loving arms, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Listen to the chord progression, fam. I lied to you not. Next time that song comes on, sing that song. Um, we're all sensitive people. Mm. You know what I mean? That Marvin Gaye. I said, yeah. slick. That's Marvin Gaye. He's singing. No wonder y'all like it. It's Marvin Gaye. <laughs> <laughs> it's Marvin Gaye. <laughs> when I was when I was uh in in a uh, a diner, I was working as a floor manager at Red Eye Diner in Charlotte, North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. And they had this. It's an old fifties diner, so they got this little jukebox. Okay. So the song playing, and I'm sitting there telling the people, I'm like, hey, hey, yo, I, I really think this is some Marvin Gaye right now. And they're like, nah, nah. I'm like, no, really. Watch when he sings the hook. It literally is, let's get it on. Mm. Oh, mm. You know what I mean? It's the same mm. chords, bro. Yeah. The same thing. But the youth, the youth is at this point with all the drill music and everything, they so far away from, from what I'm talking about right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you go to the family cookout this summer and the family reunion, Throw on some of that Jerome. Jerome, throw yeah. on Bobby Womack. <laughs> throw, throw it way, 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 way back, back there. And then bring the gems from the past into the present. Dance to it. Man, grab your granny. Grab your auntie. Dance with it. Dance with it. You know what I'm saying? Make her feel the love that y'all mm-hmm. share as a family. You can ignite your whole family again and unite everybody, bro. Mm-hmm. One love, man. What's the next question, bro? Uh, So we have... How do you stay connected with the evolving trends and development in both hip hop and the art world? Mm, another great question. Yo, y'all got some dope questions. 
also, before I answer that question, anybody who doesn't get a chance to have their question answered, copy and paste your question. Find me on IG. Mm-hmm. DM me. I'll answer your question. I'm mm-hmm. open. I, I literally send voice chats all day long to people. I woke up sure. to this sure. uh, <laughs> message, bro. I woke up. I, I made a story. I woke up the next day and saw that he that he liked it, and that's how I'm here right now. So mm-hmm. definitely hit me up if I don't get a chance to answer your question. But how do I stay connected with the ever-evolving trends in both hip-hop and the art world? It's through doing what I'm doing, man. I, I actually exists right outside the realm of that, right? And so they say the past and history will repeat itself. Okay. So I look at it in that kind of way. I'm like, man, if I just stay committed to what I'm doing, this it'll come back around. So like right now, a lot of people, they're having fun with the AI art. They're right. having fun with it. It's amazing. Eventually, you're going to want some artwork that is done by a person who's doing it by hand again, because that's going to it's going to become rare. So now you you become this this rare gem where everyone's like, damn, everybody got this AI art. But now I got something that was done by an actual person again. And now right. it's, it just come back. It just literally cycles back around. And it's like, I have a strong faith in that. You know what I mean? I have a very, yes, very strong faith in that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, also, how I really stay connected is because I do this from the heart, brother. I don't care about fame. I don't care about clout. I am clout. I create clout for other people. Mm-hmm. That, that's just what it is because I, I know what I'm tapped into and I know my trajectory, so I don't have no problem. Basically, it's like, for instance, I'll name drop a lot: Kaluj, Brian, Free Soul, Chovolo. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll I'll name a few people. You know what I'm saying? I'll name drop, and uh, I'll push that because them and their trajectory don't really have anything to do with me and my trajectory we have mm-hmm. a proverb for this we have some wisdom for this it's called whatever you eat it don't make me crap right you know what i mean when you drink it don't make me take a leak right it's, it's it's that's that's your thing so you got your thing going on i'd rather facilitate that push you to to the, to the heights right because i already know where i'm going a lot of people they have they have a trouble they have trouble with that when it comes to the trends and they're trying to they're trying to keep up all the trends in social media is if you ask me it's a form of keeping up with the Joneses yeah you know what I'm saying and so that's why I say I like to I like to exist directly right right outside of that mm. and right outside of that by not feeling the pressure of having to to commit to the trend I'm able to look back at the human behavior mm. I sit back and I analyze all these transactions mm. between people whether it's reels stories whatever I, I listen to little sound bites i have an extensive list of bookmarks they call it saved posts on instagram i i, I put it in categories right. i got stuff for face art i got stuff for fashion i got stuff for content creating i got a, a category called bites that mm-hmm. just consists of sound bites and real dope inspirational and motivational things so like i'm building all that right and i'm looking at what they doing i'm like all right i like this little piece over here I like this little piece over here. I like this little tiny piece right here. I like that. I like that. Basically, if I was to make it descriptive, I would say, I like this red hat he got. Mm. But dang, I like how he got them them J's right there. But I like the socks old boy got. So I'm going to put all of them together. And now I'm going to walk outside and it's like, I look different. And I'm not trying to be different. It's just... I like I like what I like. Right, right. Facts. I I just like what I like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, y'all can find somebody who's wavy like that to be able to 
in real time and give y'all i'm like giving y'all songs that have the metaphor in it i don't i don't know what that's called we're gonna find a name for it though but, yeah you gonna create your just keep going and keep going and keep going <laughs> the crazy thing is the way i'm speaking with y'all me and nice it's three four o'clock five o'clock in the morning and i'm walking outside talking just like this mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like this it's like i'm always talking like i'm addressing a room full of ten thousand people right you right know what i mean because I, I believe, I really believe in myself. You know what I mean? Even from when I was young, I believed in myself. I'm a lot more confident than I was than like back then. Back then, mm-hmm. I would I would play small and play like I was dumb, like I didn't know the answer. Because man, like Meek Mill said it, in Philly growing up, you could look be looked at as a clown. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he got this camera. Like, man, get out of here. Like, but really, he's about to be, bro. He's about to be Scorsese. He's mm-hmm. about to be, you know what I mean, he's about to be a young John Singleton. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Not for their personal life, but for the endeavors and the contribution that they made. You you could be dealing with a Spike Lee right in front of your face and you wouldn't even know. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I've I've always just just like just had that. Even my, my brother, when I brought my wife home to meet my family when we first was getting married, my, my older brother, who's a Libra, he told me, he said, Bro, like you just you always been different, bro. And I never, I never took it like I'm different, so that means I'm better than somebody. Bro, I'm not better than nobody. I'm me. I don't even want to compete with nobody. Don't even, don't look at me if you want to compete. Don't. I don't. Even, I won't cast my eyes to you. I don't want to compete with nobody. I want to compete with myself and get better than I was yesterday. Even right. get better than I was this morning, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's how I stay connected. Okay. Okay. Um. What what is the most rewarding aspect of teaching others about iconography and what impact do you hope to make? Wow, I tell you, bro, they they just these <laughs> questions, man. Wow, this impeccable question. <laughs> the biggest thing, man, is being able to teach it to my daughter, you know what I'm saying? And then seeing her teach it back to me. When I first got to Canada, I had to paint mansions. I, I got I was fortunate enough to paint mansions that were being built from the ground up. So since 2017 i have been painting these houses but like i seen what it looked like when they got to put the foundation in i seen what the house looked like when there's no carpet and it's just it's nails in the floor everywhere i seen the ugly phase of all these houses and cars and stuff that people are chasing after mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? so it's like the guy who taught me how to paint he said i don't teach you so you can mess up i teach you so you can he's like i'm paying you to teach it back to me Right. And your level of pay is dependent upon the level at which you can teach me back my lesson to you. So I say the same thing with my daughter. It's like being able to teach things like that with her. I mean, people saw it on my story. I was fortunate enough to see it, man. I I was showing how I was teaching my daughter, like just something so simple, man. I definitely seen it. Are you talking about the one when she was uh, like, Drawing out like acronyms and then yeah, the symbols, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I'm an Aries, right? I was born on March 22nd. Oh, uh, my wife is an Aries, she's an April Aries. <laughs> you said April, yeah, word, word. That's what's up, bro. That's yes, sir. Um, yeah, so I'm a Ram Aries. Ah, Ram. Mm-hmm. What I did was I just made it and reversed it backwards. So I always read words forward and backwards. Whenever I'm reading anything, I always read it forward. And then I always want to know, man, how do you say this word backwards? Gotcha. I remember one time T.O., when, when he had the T.O. show, there was an episode, if people remember, bro, he said something about a, a egro sinep. And they were like, 
Terrell, like, what's the e-girl snip? And he said, well, write it down and then read it, like, read it on the paper. Bruh, mm-hmm. the word e-girl snip backwards is large penis. He's ri- ridiculous, bro. Ridiculous, right? Everyone started cracking up. They laughing. But what it did for me as a youth, I was like, hold on. He can flip the words around like that? Mm-hmm. So I said, never mind the joke he's telling. I'm more interested in how he just how he just did that. Formulated that. that. I don't know what they call it. I can Google it later and find out what it's called. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's that's what I was doing. So I got Richard McCall did it too. Uh, and I didn't peep that it actually was the exact same thing that she said, Missy. And her legs oh are breaking God. down, flip yes. it, and reverse yes, it. And she lit it everything yes. that she was saying <laughs> in that was the breaking it down, the flipping it, and reversing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh i was i was literally last years old when i found that out <laughs> yeah yeah bro i was today years old yeah i, I just found that out actually <laughs> yeah bro when i when i when i seen i was like wow that like that's a that's amazing like yeah that's bro. amazing bro and and again it's still it's like it may sound weird to us and it may not make sense to us but that doesn't mean that it it it, it doesn't it may not make sense to us, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't make sense. If that, if that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> let me see. Let me see if we got any more questions. Um, let's see. How do you see the future of hip hop iconography evolving? Um, and what changes do you anticipate? Man, shout out to you for that question too, man. I think what we'll do is, uh, I think with, with us seeing the formation of BRICS in Africa getting its its independence in, in certain ways, I think what we're gonna see, obviously we got the, the fusion of Afro beats and, and then black music coming together and stuff like that. And I'm a piano and everything like that, um, which is which is bridging the the, the people in the, in the diaspora with the actual continent. It's, it's creating this bridge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So there's going to be more of that happening. And where you have that at, you're going to have a blending of cultures. But when you see the blending of cultures, look for the universal truth. Meaning if you could create a Venn diagram, what's different and then see what's the same and then focus a lot on what is the same. What are the similarities between these cultures? Because in that, that's where you start to really unify people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So how I see the iconography evolving, I think Afrofuturism is going to lead the way in mm. terms of what the iconography is going to be. There's already people like they're already doing it. They're already mm. doing it. There's a sister mm-hmm. that I forget her name at the moment, but I got to um, actually got to shout her out because I was looking at her artwork and uh, her name is Delphine. Actually, her name is Delphine. And uh, man, she had this beautiful artwork, bro. I was looking through her page and I just started crying. Mm. I started crying because not only was the artwork powerful, and it was high resolution and everything, but her words, her words were powerful. I encourage everybody, man. There is a book called Black Futures. It's a book called Black Futures. It is a book, a giant book that has so many different forms of black art in it. It mm. is one of the greatest books I have ever had the pleasure of going through. It's called Black Futures. I'm not sure who um who uh, who wrote it. Um, but then there's also this other book, man. I got it. Uh, this some is right here, actually. Let me see. Okay. I'm gonna take this off just so that this don't fall down. There's this book right here called "In the Black Fantastic" 
this is another great book. I'll be going to the library. These are library books. I wish I still actually had, I wish I had them so I can uh, highlight them and do everything with it. But In the Black Fantastic and, and uh, Black Futures is another one. I'm going to mm-hmm. show you. I mean, this, this book is, is, is beautiful. So I see a lot more of that happening. Afrofuturism is going to lead the way. You got yes. like things like Afropunk, um, that sister and Nico. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of it's gonna be a lot of a lot of that. Okay. For okay. For the the weird black kids. You know what I mean? Like the the so called weird black. We ain't weird. We just like we like what we like. You know Facts. We all used to getting the the packaged up product and that's been you know it's been it's been packaged a certain way and presented to you a certain way so you like that hey no shame on you but bro i don't want to eat doritos no more Facts. i don't like big macs i Facts. want something a little different you know what i mean so mm-hmm. that's what i'm gonna go to it so we'll see that we'll we'll see what they call it craig mac and them called a a flavor in your ear yeah it yeah. comes the new flavor in your ear we're gonna see a lot mm-hmm. of new flavors in our ear in the form of, of sounds, in the form of visuals, you know what I mean? And it's going to be word of mouth. So I see that that's the way it's going to evolve. Um, I'm going to show you all this page before I say the next thing I'm about to say. Okay, okay. okay. They got like stuff like that in there, man. It's, it's like beautiful. That's fire. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful stuff in there. But Wait, hold on, put it, it has a lot back of up. Um, commentary and everything in it too, man. Bring, bring that back so, up. Bring that back up. Oh, oh, all right, all right, I got to find it, bro. Yeah, I want to make... Um, you know, kind of give you like a solo, solo layout so they can see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. fire. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, I forgot what I was about to say. But yeah, I'll be going to the library. Y'all go to the libraries, man. Ask them where's the, where's the section for all of the black literature? Okay. And, and look for it. You know what I mean? Black that that book was called In the Black Fantastic. In the Black Fantastic, and then there's another book called Black Futures. Black Futures. Yeah. Both of them are are very 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 dope books, man. Very dope books. Okay, okay. Let me see. Uh, do I have? I don't have any more questions. Hey, uh, in the chat, super. Um, do you have a question, bro? You got a question you want to ask the guy? Got my guy Super in the chat. What up, Super? Let me see what he says. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring his question on the on the screen. Where? I know. But nah, man. Like this this is a powerful build, brother. I thank you. <laughs> this is a powerful I build, man. You, listen, we got we we gonna have to come back with a part two. Hey, you gonna yeah. have to. You're going to have to show them your portfolio or that language you building, right? Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the thing, bro. I'm going to actually show them exactly how I did it with my daughter, too, because that was actually fly how I did it. That was all, like, improv right in the moment, too. That's mm-hmm. the beautiful thing about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember I remember you seeing you were showing me that first, uh, the first one with the, 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 the infant and the toddler yeah. and growing up. Yeah. I had seen on, uh, when you had shifted it around and then you had turned it into like a whole nike check you had turned one into like oh, a oh, whole flight <laughs> yeah, bro you were, bro, you was moving crazy. bro yeah. Yeah. you know you know something bro i didn't know this until i started to get into like illustration mm-hmm. around like around COVID. that's that's why i got into illustration and started giving giving mad props to a lot of the black illustrators who's making their own mangas and their own comic books and stuff shout out uh, uh i think it's called black sands entertainment 
Shout out there okay. for real, man. Um, there's another like white manga, that brother's name is. There's a there's a few other heavy hitters out there, man. Man, shout out Blue the Great, shout out Mike Ham. I mean, these are all people I'm naming because they they all inspire me to do what I do, man. Shout out my, my homeboy Joke Star, JC Homeship. Shout out mm -hmm. him. Um yeah, man, yeah, man. My my Leo brother, you know who you are, my brother. He mm -hmm. been putting me on game with the with the Kobe energy. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, yes, man. Sir. Yeah, man. Okay, we got we got one. He says, "What is the greatest accomplishment thus far in your study?" The greatest. What is, uh, what is the greatest accomplishment thus far in your study? I would say just when I share it with people, there's been so many people that um that answer back, man. Like when when Chris Benson, when Chris hit me up, man, it was all love. It was love. I woke up and went to my phone to see the like the um. You know what the interactions is looking like and stuff like that mm -hmm. and i happened to go to the message you know what i mean and i read it and it, it like it made my day instantly yes. i was like oh all right okay <laughs> like so these things are it's it's not just him it's so many people man those of y'all who are on this live who've been hitting me up and, and we've been chatting in the dms man i thank y'all i appreciate every single one of y'all for real i salute y'all mm -hmm. i thank y'all man because like that's that's what the accomplishment is it's it's because it's being it's being channeled, it's being given to me, and I understand it's a gift. It's mm -hmm. not mine. That's why I didn't want to say that it's a language that I created. It's like I it's a language that I had the 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 opportunity to scribe. Right. I was able to scribe it down, but it doesn't belong to me. It doesn't belong to anyone. But so therefore, it's ours together. Right. We share right. it as a collective, and that's why it was given to me, and it represents evolution. You know what I'm saying? So like being able to have those experiences with people it helps uplift me and then literally when i feel uplifted like that it's like man as soon as, soon as it's over i'm about to go run out there and, and and lift my daughter up and you know what i mean every time when i lift her up i always I always push her up nine times because her birthday february 9th you know what i mean so i always push her up nine times you yeah. know and uh it's just like stuff like that and then she's smiling she's laughing you know what i mean she might give me a kiss on my cheek or on my on my forehead and then it's like i'll go hit my wife up and start telling her how i how you know like babe thank you for just you know for, for being who you are and, and you know contributing to my life in such a positive way and then it's just decipher just keep on rolling so then it's like that's the energy in my household you know what i mean so we laughing we playing we having fun you know what i mean so then it's like when i go out in the world and i, and I um encounter other people i'm willing to share that love with them when I hold the door open for people, I don't just hold the door open for them. I say, hey, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Open, right. Openly. Ver like I verbalize it so they can hear me say it. You know what I mean? Whether they say something or not, it's the energy is out there. I, I was right. I was always taught that it's better to be the person who who smiles than to be the person who doesn't smile back. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, bro. Yeah, somebody that's what I would say to answer that question. Me. Somebody had broke it down to me. It was like, how dare you walk past God and not mm. speak? Mm -hmm. right yeah. i mean essentially yeah. we know that they're you know human beings where they're different but none of us would be here if it wasn't for the most high so he was like how right. dare you walk past god and don't speak that's right and like you said whether that person speaks back or not it's like what's your intention behind mm -hmm. it because you can yeah. make some you can make somebody's whole day by just saying hi yeah man. right i've had yeah. many altercations where i randomly just how you do right we end up building and having a whole conversation like we've known each other for years. Some yeah. individuals end up breaking down to me like I, I don't know. I've never met this person in my life, yeah. but they needed that. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. I just I just I carry that everywhere I go. How dare yeah. I walk past somebody 
and, and or how dare I walk past God and not speak? Yeah, man. <laughs> just like that, bro. Just like that. Just like that, man. Like I'm out here in uh in Vancouver. So for anybody who's never been to Vancouver, Vancouver is cold. It's cold like it's cold like New York, New Jersey. It's not like crazy, crazy cold. It can get kind of cold, but it's nothing like Toronto and it's nothing like a, a place that's called Edmonton, right? I was talking mm -hmm. to Chris before the show. I was saying, man, they get like in the negatives, like negative 40. I'm cool. I'm I'm all the way good. I'm Gucci. Yeah, you know what I mean? but, but uh, what I want to say about Vancouver, man, is is that it has I think that at least one person from every country on the planet lives here, mm -hmm. at least one person. Mm -hmm. And you have certain pockets in certain areas where, like, for instance, you go to a place called Metro Town. That's mm -hmm. where you'll find a lot of different Asian folks. So not everybody there is Chinese. Not everybody there is Japanese. You'll see Japanese, Chinese, Korean. You'll see people from Sri Lanka. You'll see people who, who from all kind of people like Laos, Cambodia, all type of things. And they, and they got their culture, and they find their 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 people, and and they just they keep on keeping the culture alive in there. So the same thing happened where there's a lot of um, there's a lot of immigrants who come from like Somalia. So we got a lot of kids and refugees from Syria, Somalia, uh, Sudan, you know what I mean? Like I'm talking about like they, they, they blacker than this book, you know what I mean? Blacker than my shirt, you know what I mean? And they, and they out here and they young. I'm talking about like, these are folks who are like in their twenties. Mm -hmm. Some of them are coming here for university. Some of them come here and, and work in trades. And so it's beautiful because I have an opportunity to be able to teach this to all of them. Because I said, I've syncretized all of the cultures. Right. Whether it's the Vietnamese folks, whether it's the Filipino folks, you know what I mean? When I meet them, man, I say, kumasta, kumasta, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Thank mm -hmm. you. You know what I mean? When I when I see the, the, the Punjabi people and I see them in the morning, I say, sasrikal, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? It's, 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 it's things like that, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's all kind of things like that. When I uh, when I see the Filipino folks also and I say, salama to them, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's all kind of things like that that's happening out here in Vancouver and if you can move with love like that, you'll unify the people. And so it's one band, one sound. So I can get this drum that we utilize. That's our heartbeat. And we got this drum. We got eardrums. We got a heartbeat. But that drum is a, is a is a representation of solidarity when we're beating that drum. You know what right. I mean? We can bring people together. The natives would call it a powwow. You know what right. I mean? So right. we be having that out here on the beaches, too, because it's, it's real, real, real heavy with the native culture out here. Like the indigenous folks to, to this land. Like the uh, the Coast Salish, and uh, like what else they they call it? Um, Coast Salish. I know like Musqueam. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a there's a few other ones out here, man. And they got beautiful murals, uh, beautiful artwork all over the place, man. Like it's, it's it can be a beautiful place if we choose to look at the beauty that's in it. The other side of it is there's a huge huge fentanyl crisis here, man. Huge. When I say huge, there's a documentary on Vice called Benzo Dope. It's about it's about Vancouver specifically. Okay. Okay, yeah, man. So it's like I know what I know what I'm up against. And I also want to send a message to any any folks who need it and also the folks out here in Vancouver who who is black folks. Hey, I'm not waiting for no handout for anybody. We can build right here right now. We can mm -hmm. build right here right now and mm -hmm. and we can we can build with our community and let us show them why they should give us the funding to do what we want to do. Because mm -hmm. it's all for the upliftment of our communities. When I came here and got sponsored, that was the one thing I stood on as business. Every time when they would hold me in uh, over the border for three hours, 
go through my phone, question me, interrogate me. And I say, man, I just want to know at the end of all this, can I do my artwork? And they say, yeah, cool. So and so as long as it's original. Oh, yeah, it's very original. No right. <laughs> no one did this. Right, yeah, right. You know what I mean? So it all comes full circle, man. I appreciate every single one of y'all for, for being here, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I, I want to make a small transition. We're going to get out of here, bro, because you shared a lot of game. Thank right. You, um, there's there's a, a part of my show where um, I transition into what I call the 100 thought provoking questions. Right. So we're on we're actually on day 45. OK. Right. So I want to present this question to you and I access to friends, I access to families. It started off by me like having having this mindset, like if I met like the top 5%, 1%, 10% of people in the world, what yeah. questions would I want to ask them yeah. so that I can either get to their level and teach right. other people how to get right. to this level, right? So right. the question of the day is, how do you stay grounded despite your successes? Mm. How do you stay grounded despite your success? Okay. I think it takes a, a strong commitment to the purpose and the path you know what i'm saying the, the path is is why we do it it's not for the end goal it's not for the destination it's the, it's the path so one thing i like to do to stay grounded just this morning i had a situation come up and i was like hey babe i'm gonna go outside and i'm gonna run so mm -hmm. i ran i ran and um and then i would run and then i would hit the deck and i started doing these push-ups but every time i would go down and up i say can't stop won't stop can't stop won't stop can't stop won't stop. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I get up again. I say, I ain't no drug dealer. I ain't no felon. I ain't selling no drugs, but I, I love to uplift my people though. And I'm saying this out loud, like literally, like it would look like how Wallow used to do it. Yeah. 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 You know I mean? yeah like, literally. Yeah. Like, that's, that's what kept me grounded. And when I came back in, I was able to make some of the videos to finish my stories on IG. I sat mm -hmm. on the couch with my lady, my daughter, we all was cuddled up next to each other. It was a beautiful moment, man. A beautiful mm -hmm. moment. Tomorrow, we're going to have a housewoman, you know what I'm saying, to bring in the new year, game night, family night, you know what I'm saying? So it's that's what I was doing to stay grounded, brother. So again, yes, I appreciate you, my bro, for allowing me the space to be able to share the knowledge and the wisdom that has been given to me, that I've mm -hmm. been blessed enough to articulate to y'all. I appreciate every single one of y'all for asking y'all questions mm -hmm. and, and really just tuning in. I appreciate you. Anybody I didn't shout out, I just want to let y'all know, man, I love y'all. I mm -hmm. love y'all. Y'all are worthy of life. Y'all worthy of living life. It's life is worth living, man. Y'all life is worth living. And I appreciate every single one of y'all, man, from the, from the bottom, the middle, the top of my heart, all of my heart, through and through, all of my soul. I really, really appreciate y'all. And as always, I thank the most high. I thank all my ancestors. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's get it. All right. All right. Now, we we I'm, we going to get out of here, man. Some words of wisdom. Um, I always leave it out with words of wisdom, right? Um, The word of the day is get serious. Get smart, get going, get better, because learning is the beginning of wealth and life change. All right. So, yeah. you know, you got anything you want to say before we get out of here, my guy? Man, hey, it's it's a new year, new beginnings. Whatever you set your mind and your heart on and stay committed to working towards, it mm -hmm. will happen for you. It will right. happen for you. Even when you get discouraged, stay committed to why you started. Right. That's the reason why you started. And that might change over the course of your life, but stay committed to the path. Never right. never forget where you came from, really, truthfully, because all of it will start to make sense in due time. And I pray that all of y'all have, you know, prosperity, good health, wholeness, clarity mm -hmm. in each mm -hmm. and every step that y'all take, each and every way that, that y'all go. Yeah.
Sir. And this is your uh this is your Instagram, you know, real Devin Mars. Y'all make yeah. sure y'all go follow him, man. Shout him out, do all of that. He came up here and, and really spit some some gems, man. He's going to change lives. He's going to impact. Like, I have this saying, like, I want to impact 5 million people, right? I feel like, man, with what you got, we're going we gonna to impact way more than 5 million. You feel me? 100 million. <laughs> million, right? And this is the link, man. This is the link to continue to tap in with the SYG Studio community. You feel me? So, with that being said, I, again, Dev. My yeah. guy, God, I appreciate you, bro. Love you, man. Um, remember, someone has to see y'all greatness. Why not start with yourself? Stay blessed, always finesse. Definitely trust the most high process. The truest keys to success. We still building. We all even. Love y'all. We out. Yeah, one love.